This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Now, Kramer and Jess. Mornings on Mix 106.5. You know what the hardest part about COVID is? What? (laughs) Sleeping without my partner. Really? That's the hardest part for you? I'm, like, sad about it. I didn't realize how uncomfortable it makes me feel because so, I'm, I'm low-key scared of the dark, not even going to lie. So let's take a uh, step back really quick. Jess has been home this week with COVID, and you – this is not the first time you've had it. This is the third time you've had it, and keep in mind again. I don't want to be insensitive to those have COVID really bad, but most of yours have been mild to medium episodes of COVID, right? Yeah, I'd say the first one was really, really bad. Yeah. And the second one was all right. This one, I mean, I was I was confused. I didn't even know I had it. And I, and I think it was because it was the first one that I got after being vaccinated and boosted that I just thought it was like allergies. So yeah. this time, you know, thankfully it was okay. I wonder if most people in your situation, like if you're in a relationship, do you feel the same way Jess does? And so what's the issue with that you're realizing now this time with COVID and not having, obviously you and your boyfriend, Garage Boy are sleeping in separate areas. You're in the bed, mm-hmm. and he's on the couch. Yeah. So what are you what are you realizing about this? I think I didn't realize how much physical touch plays into our relationship because mm. I've been feeling kind of sad. <laughs> and I'm yeah. like, why am I? I mean, obviously I'm sad because I can't like I haven't been at work. I have like I've been around people, haven't been able to go outside. But like even like last night, I noticed just kind of, just because we're just so far apart from each other, even just like the simple him coming home from work, you know, and, and like, like me hey. giving him a hug. I'm like waving from far away. <laughs> hey, what's up? From the Yeah. Bedroom. And then at nighttime, like I, he's sleeping on the couch and I leave the door open because I do have this like tiny, tiny, not, and tiny nightlight in my room because I don't like sleeping in like just pitch blackness, you know? Yeah. Are you? And having- I just like, I like knowing that someone is next to me. And so I have a hard time falling asleep because I'm by myself <sighs> because I'm so used to him being there. Is that healthy though? Like, does that I don't care. You, does that make you <laughs> like worried? I need him to come back. Does that make you worried at all? I think I just like being next to him. Like I and it made it made me sad the last couple of days, like not being able just to like be close to him. Yeah, and I didn't, it's bumming me out. I'll tell you what, man. It's the one thing, honestly. If you ask me, the top things I will be the most sad about about being in a relationship, it is sharing the bed with another human. And that's why I'm wondering, like, do you, you can text us or call us if you want to, 410-583-1065. Do you not sleep well when your partner's not there? Because I cannot sleep well with anyone in my bed now. 
I cannot. Y'all had a young woman in my bed. Uh, this has been a couple of months ago now, but I just remember how hot it was. Like it was just hot. Like another body, yeah. like rolling around, moving around, still in the covers. I'm terrible to share a bed with because I, <laughs> for some reason, in my sleep, I find myself just trying to move closer to him. So when I wake up, he's like holding on for dear life at the other edge of the bed. I'm wondering if he feels the same way or if he thinks it's like a nice break. Yeah. What if he's gotten the best sleep of his life the past week? He may- but I tested negative this morning, so holler. <laughs> So I'm going to read a couple of text messages this is from you guys talking about in your situation. Are you sad when you don't share the bed with your partner or is it like the best thing ever? Text me <laughs> 443. My husband recently went on a trip to celebrate his friend making partner in their accounting firm and he was gone for three nights. I loved having the house <laughs> to myself after the kids went to bed and I love having the bed to myself. Married people, I got to remind y'all because listen, I get it. Like you get so normal. You get so used to it. But. You get that second of freedom. It's going to so make So, Kramer, you- what are you going to do? So, do you think I, for a solution for your life will be actually purchasing two separate beds and then just pushing them together? Like, no. Or do, you not, or do you not even want that? You, like, still need some, like, separation in between. No joke. And this is not just for, like, radio shock and all or anything. I really think with my next partner, we're going to have separate rooms. <laughs> and, like, we can come visit each other's spaces and, like, you know, do what, do what we're going to do. But at the end of the night... You go into your room and I'm going to my room and I'm going to sleep. I'm going to sleep like a baby. Okay. So sleep divorce. That's an actual term, by the way. Sleep divorce. I don't think I can go back to sharing a bed with somebody, man. I don't think I can. Text from the 240. It says, uh, I'm in a long distance relationship. The first few days back after seeing each other and sharing the bed is the worst. No. Hates it. Here's no way. <laughs> this one made my skin crawl, though, because I cannot imagine how annoying this is. Text from the 443 says, I sleep just fine without my partner because he listens to affirmations out loud while he's sleeping. And That's I, so nice. I like complete silence. No, no, we do breathing exercises before we go to sleep <laughs> to help us sleep better. We do them together. Can you imagine affirmations? <laughs> What are you supposed to do when you're caught up in between two family members drama, but it literally has nothing to do with you? I think Jess could use some advice this morning. What's happening? So my mom and my grandparents have always cut her parents have always had a rocky relationship. And recently we have kind of like, you know, crap has hit the fan. Mm -hmm. If we another explosion, you might say. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I'm a little conflicted because I I know that both of them are will expect me to see it from their point of view and I do and I think especially with my mom I don't want to like discredit how she feels by wanting to by always trying to keep an open mind because that's typically what I do in these situations I try to keep in mind and like try to see it from the other's perspective and stuff like that but let me guess mom I don't want to hear it does she not right now, yeah. but I mean, but I don't blame her. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think sometimes, sometimes you just have to listen and not so much like try to make them see it from a different point of view because it's too soon, you sure. know, sure. but I guess, but what's really difficult and I think what makes it even more hard is realistically, we probably maybe have one or two holidays left together, like as a family where everyone's going to be present as far as like health issues go. With your grandparents. Right. Okay. And so I think that's why for me, I don't like, I don't necessarily know what to do Mm -hmm. because this fight was really, really bad. Mm -hmm. So how do you tell someone like, well, can we just put everything aside to at least that way we can be together? 
kind of thing. I'm sure this has happened. If you got some advice too, feel free to call us 410-583-1065. Sometimes we crowdsource you to get advice for us, you know? Mm-hmm. Man, this is always tough when you're caught in between. This will happen every now and then between my sister and my dad. Very A-type personalities. Very much I want to be in charge. Nothing that's ever been that dramatic, but they'll go. I mean, months without talking, you know, yeah. like they'll, they'll, you know, both very much stuck on their side. And what I've found is sometimes you literally just have to tell both sides, y'all got to figure this out. Mm-hmm. Because what I found was that, like, they would both come to me and be like, well, you know, my dad would be like, well, you know, your sister, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Almost like I was the one that was supposed to save this. Right. You know, like I was supposed to bring these two back together. Whereas in reality, it had nothing to do with me whatsoever. I mean, how do you how do you think your both sides would handle it if you went to them and just said, listen, because I know what's going to happen with you guys is going to be awkward because you obviously just loves her family. She's so close to her family is I feel like you're going to want to go home to California and probably see both sides. You're going to want to see your mom and I you're going to want to see your, your grandparents. And I think as sometimes well. that's why I have a different perspective is because they're all there together. Right. And I'm watching it from like from the outside. And so when I go home and I think that's even that's why it's even more important to me is because I don't get to be with them all the time. It's a massive priority to me that we can be together and spend that quality time together. And I feel like sometimes they take each other for granted. Yeah. And it's easy for them just to stop talking to one another. Versus you where you're like, I can only see you guys for a couple of days out of the year. Twice a year. Maybe. Yeah. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I need to know if there is a good cop and bad cop in every relationship because in mine I think I am the bad cop <laughs> and it it's not even like I didn't choose this life and I think Garage Boy has chosen this life for me and I'm honestly not happy about it. What's happening? So this past weekend we were we went out to eat and at the end of the meal our server like disappeared. And I'm very, like, patient because I served for, like, seven or eight years, you know? And I'm just chilling. It's not, like, crazy busy. And I'm like, okay, maybe she went on break and, like, didn't tell someone to cover. Whatever, 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 right? But now it's, like, 20 minutes. And I'm, obviously, we're kind of getting stir crazy. And at this point, it's like, like, we need to, like, get And all the other servers are, like, ignoring our table because we're not in their section. And I'm like, all right, now this is just getting annoying. And so... I'm sitting there, and I know that my boyfriend, Garage Boy, is, like, getting annoyed, too, you know? So you, you can feel his frustration. Yeah. This isn't, ju- isn't just you. No, it's not just me. Okay. No. We're, like, sharing the same feeling and same emotion, and I go to the restroom, and I don't, like, see her anywhere, and I'm, like, assuming, like, maybe, like, he'll do something and, like, say something or ask anyone, you know? And I come back, and he hasn't done anything. And so I then, like, handle the situation. Did he ask you to? No. Did he say, hey, go find the server? Hey, but you you just felt like somebody's got to handle it. Yeah. And obviously he's not making the 
effort. Effort to do it. Or movement. So I obviously have now got to step in as the unwanted bad cop in this situation. Totally. I got to do it. Yeah. So I handle the situation and we, we, it's done and over. And then I'm thinking about it and I'm like, this is not the first time in our relationship that this has happened ever. And I'm noticing a pattern that he does this whenever we're in any type of situation like this, whether it be like out somewhere, you know, or even in like a social situation. Like, I think that he purposely sits back and just waits for me to pop off for because be he knows cop. I'll do it. So when did you end up confronting him about this? When we got home and we were making dinner, I just got so upset about it because I'm like, listen, I think that this is an actual issue. Just recorded to listen. Why do you do it? Why is this a thing? <laughs> you wait for me to get frustrated about something at a restaurant and you sit there quietly like it's not bothering you even though it is bothering you but you won't say anything so i look like the do you do that on purpose no you swear i swear i don't do that on purpose i didn't wait for you to ask but why didn't you ask just in hopes that she'd come around but she didn't you don't secretly just hold off on things like that knowing that i'm gonna be the one to speak up no I don't believe you. <laughs> I don't. I think the whole interaction was a lie. Okay, I'm curious. Can we get phone calls going? In your relationship, is there a good cop and a bad cop? Because y'all, honestly, in my marriage, when I was married, oh, yeah. I would for sure let my wife be the bad cop. I would almost force her to be the bad cop. Like, in that situation, I'd be like, hey, hey, go tell that server that we're really annoyed with her and that she needs to, like, get, take care of our check, like, right now. But I don't know if most relationships are like that or we're just, a, you know... Two crazy people. It's not fair. Lisa, is there a good cop and a bad cop in your relationship? In every relationship I've ever been in, I have been the bad cop. And even in most of my friendships, if we go out, I am the bad cop. Do you want to be this role? This is what we're trying to figure out. Do you just like, just naturally? Because I, I, listen, surprisingly, I was the good cop in. And you're not the good cop and in I, real and life. I, in real life, I'm, I'm the terrible cop. And you know what, Lisa? I'm happy that you made that point about your friendships too. And I think that's why I'm so frustrated and I probably blew up is because I am that as well. And it's not fair. Yeah, I think it's because I'm like really patient until I'm not. Yeah. So, and then it's like, uh, it's just like mouth vomit and I just can't wait, stop. Like, that's, yeah. Wait, that's interesting. Is it, because, is it because you're the nicer person that you have to be the bad cop? Because if like the more not nice, the least nice person, no. if they're the bad cop, it no. could get really bad. That's a cop out. I feel I like, kinda like that no, theory. I think that's a cop out and I think that's an excuse. And I feel like it's because nobody else wants to deal with it. Listen, this is a very interesting experiment we're doing this morning. Thank you so much for calling. No problem. Thanks. Chrissy from Pasadena. Let me get Chrissy on. Hey, Chrissy, good morning. Good morning. In your relationship, is there a good cop and a bad cop? There is, and I'm the bad cop. And do you want to be the bad cop? Did you guys like sit down and discuss this? Like, if, when things get tense, who's going to handle it? No, and that's the problem because he's the big muscle brute guy of the relationship. He looks intimidating. People don't approach him. And I'm like the social butterfly. I'm friends with everybody. But when it comes to having to lay down the law or getting upset or, you know, you order your food and it's not right, yeah. I end up being the one to complain. <laughs> Every time. Every time. And what? then everybody looks at me like I'm crazy. Exactly. <laughs> and you know what? I'm sick of it. We need love, too. I'm tired of yes. it. 
Why? Do I you, want him to do it. Yes. Why do you think it is that way? If you're the nicer person and he's the intimidating looking person, why do you feel like that you are the good cop then? He I'm sorry, the bad me cop. It's because he doesn't like confrontation. Ugh. Jess, why you does, roll your eyes? Because Garage Boy is the same <laughs> freaking way, and I can't take it anymore. Is this- yes, I don't like confrontation, but when you're spending your money, or especially in times like now, you want things to be correct, and you want things to be right. And it's not fair that everyone thinks they're chill. Oh, they're so easy going. You know what? So am I. But I don't get to be. And I'm sick and tired of it. <laughs> I got to go yell about this radish that's on your damn uh, hamburger over here. Okay? Do, okay, let me ask you this question. This is just our, our little informal poll that we're doing. Do you think that the woman always has to be the bad cop? Well, so far, it's all women. And it's not fair. Hey, uh, another Kramer. Hi, Kramer from Columbia. Good morning. Yeah, Kramer with the C. Hi. Is there a good cop, bad cop in your relationship? Absolutely. And I'm the bad cop. I always thought it was a woman thing to be pinned as the bad cop. But now hearing everyone's opinions, I'm really like, don't feel so alone anymore. This is, I think it's just super interesting as we're talk, kind of breaking this down this morning. So like, give me an example of when you have to play the bad cop. Bad cop. It's normally when we go somewhere. Mm-hmm. So, like, we'll go to Baltimore City just to hang out. And yeah. I have to be the one to decide where to go, when to go, what to do. And it just gets really stressful when we just want to have, like, a chill time together, just kind of exploring. So yeah, and you're tired. You're tired. Let's say this. I'm, I'm going to give you a scenario. You tell me who handles this in your relationship. Let's just say that uh, a plumber comes to your house to repair your toilet, and it's going to be $300 more than they told you it was going to be over the phone. Who's handling that situation? Me, 100%. That, that's actually happened before with a couch that we had that we couldn't get in our front door. And so you, he was even discussion? Was he like, hey, you, you go handle that, you go handle that, you go handle it? No, he, he goes in the room with, our bedroom with the dog. Oh, <laughs> oh That man runs away. No. He runs away. Like, I am it. mad. Handle it. I'm getting mad. <laughs> This is funny to me, man. I'm so upset. This, is, this may be a thing in every relationship. Okay, let me get on Jasmine. This is interesting. Hey, Jasmine from Pikesville, good morning. Hey, good morning. You were, you're like a reformed bad cop. Yes. Really? <laughs> yes. I realized, like, you, like uh, most men, they kind of sit there and wait to see what you do, and most women will take the lead. Mm-hmm. So I had to, like, set an expectation and then delegate the expectation so like just in a scenario like yours like yeah. if i'm going to the rest to the restroom i'm like hey make sure this bill's paid before we go we have kids too and it's the same in the house like if they're running around i just now it's to the point i can kind of give them like a side eye like you better take care of them yes. <laughs> and, you know, so- and now it's like the expectation is set like it, uh, things like calling the doctor yeah. calling places for him all of that you just got to push it on them, create that expectation early, because I've been with my husband for 12 years. Yeah. So do it early. That way you're not like me down the line, because then it, it can lead to arguments when you really don't want to deal with it, even yes. the plumbing stuff. If a plumber's there, dude, you need to be down there with the plumber, seeing what's going on. Mm-hmm. That way if something happens and there's more that needs to be charged, I don't have to come to you like, hey, he's saying this, because now you're aware. Right. You got to tra- you gotta train us. Bus. You got to train us, right? <laughs> 
Yeah, pretty much. You know, guys, they, they don't like the confrontation. I can totally agree. My husband is the most late that guy. But now, you know, he's, he. I think he likes knowing that I believe he can do more. And okay. a, lot, a lot of times women will sit there and take control. Yes. So they get used to it like this, you know. Yeah. I'm going to handle it. There you so. go. Hey, this has been really insightful. Thank, Thank you, you for, for changing calling. my life. Thank you for changing <laughs> my life. You're welcome. You're welcome. She's very nosy. She likes to tell people what to do. And if you actually listen to her, She's got some gems. She does. So now I just talk to her about what's going on in my life. What's happening this week? Someone brought to my attention that they think I spend an unhealthy amount of time with my boyfriend, Garage Boy. Is that person me? Yeah. (laughs) And since I don't trust you and I only trust her, I wanted to have a conversation with her about it. Well, Jess and her boyfriend, Garage Boy, are together quite often. I think we should just listen to what Abby has to say. Here's Abby. Abby, can I ask you for some advice? Yes. So, someone brought it to my attention recently that I have not been away from Gerald in a really long time. Like, ever since we moved here, we have have spent every single day together. And when someone asked me, like, when was the last time that we spent some time apart? Like, literally, I think you it's been... You had no answer. I have no answer. Exactly, I have no answer. So, do you think it's possible to spend too much time with someone... Well, here's my opinion. You should just say, back off, hater. <laughs> That's just me. No uh-huh. one else on the planet is probably like that. And they want to find a solution. <laughs> so, in my opinion, no. Because, like, if you like someone and if they're your boyfriend, you want to spend time with them. Yeah. Just because you're not, like, separated doesn't mean, like, you're too close to them. So you think when people bring that up, they're just, like, raining on my parade? Yes. Back up, Courtney! <laughs> Who is that? I'm sorry to the Courtney's out there. You're good. Okay, yeah, we just use that name for for reference. I'm smart. MC square equals yes. <laughs> Einstein, back off, Courtney! <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thanks, Ev. Love you. Love you. Who the hell is Courtney? You. Courtney Kramer. That's you. She says, back off, hater. <laughs> That's what she says. So you're telling me. I'm telling you. That even though you and Garage Boy, literally, you two don't separate. No. You do everything together. Yeah. You know why? Because we like each other. <laughs> and we actually have a good time together. But it an unhealthy amount of time to no, spend with someone. No, because we just kick it. <laughs> and, like, I can still do my thing and he can still do his thing. And it doesn't matter that we're... Hanging out. So, so I'm sorry, Kramer, that I like my partner. I got stood up for the very first time in my adult life last night. And if it's ever happened to you, I can tell you, you understand the extreme vulnerability you're left in when you're already at a location and the other person just doesn't show up. I I want to tell you this story because maybe you're seeing something in this that I'm not because everything felt like it was heading in a positive direction. I actually had to go back and look on Bumble dates of when we started talking. It was June the 11th that we started talking on Bumble, okay? So a little oh, un, over a month ago. Yeah. Things were good. Actually, if you listen to the show enough, this is the same woman I talked about that I met for a snowball. Mm. And we talked about, she was actually introduced me to Skylight Snowballs. Mm-hmm. So just reference point here, right? Things are good. We've hung out. Every weekend, we hung out 4th of July weekend. We hung out last weekend. Uh, seemingly. Oh, so you've hung out before? 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. This okay. is, like I said, it's a, been a month now. Weird. Like, this is not at a point where someone just, like, randomly disappears. Or doesn't at least give you a reason why they can't make it. So, last night, I got tickets to go see the Mean Girls musical that's showing over at the Hippodrome this week. And, yeah, same Mean Girls as the movie, by the way. It was super cute. I can tell you because I saw it by myself. Mm-hmm. So... We and I went back and checked my text messages. I was like, "What? What went wrong here?" So we made plans like the week before because I wasn't sure of like how this is going to go. I was like, "I don't know if I want to invite her too soon or not." So like a week before, I had invited her, right? Yeah. So two days ago, we're still talking about this. We made plans because usually during the week I can't get out. So this is now Monday that we're talking about this. I can't typically get out on. Um, Weeknights, I'm so busy. So I'm like, listen, 7.45, let's just meet there. I gave her the exact location to meet me outside the theater. I said, West Fayette Street and Utah Street. Meet me right there, 7.45. She says, sounds good. She responds back with, wait, what do I wear to a musical? Because I guess she doesn't go to a lot of musicals. Mm -hmm. And then I said, ha, 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 like low-key fancy. She goes, what does that mean? And then I send her a meme that says, and may the odds be forever in your favor. And that was it. That was Monday. Everything was good. Yesterday at 5.48, I text her. The show's at 8 o'clock. I text her and I said, I'll see you in a bit. You guys didn't talk at all during the day. So the first Mm-mm. message you send to her is like later in the afternoon. Yep. Just to be like, see you soon. Nope. Okay. The last time that her and I had conversation was Monday at like 3.30. This has been post-naps like 3.30. Okay. So at 5.48 yesterday, I sent her a text and I said, I'll see you in a bit. Nothing. Not a word. But here's the thing is she's one of those people that keeps her red receipts on. So at some point she saw, I don't know what at what point she saw this. But she saw it though. But she definitely saw the message. Didn't say a word back. Weird. So y'all, I'm like at the theater and I'm like, well, what do I do? Like, because <laughs> it's like defeating. I really want to see this musical. I would assume too. Like I would just go inside thinking that maybe she was just late and like would come at some point while the show's going on. I just didn't, I didn't really know what else to say. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, that's strange. I did call her though. Actually, that's one thing you can't say. I did call her mm-hmm. when I got there. Yeah. And no answer. What? So, so then what happened? You tell me. No. That's, that's literally it. So I went to the show by myself. And did you ask her like what happened and no response? Haven't, haven't said a word back. This is the last thing you so, saw. So she stood you up and then you called her, nothing, I, and then you didn't send her a text like did something happen? No, so haven't you said a word. Didn't, that's weird. Do you think something happened? No, It's just weird because it. she saw the text message. Yeah. Like if she didn't see the text message, I might be a little bit more concerned. Mm-hmm. But like literally she saw the text message. And like zero interaction since? Nothing. Not yeah, a word. I don't know. Has the, have, like, the last interactions you guys have had when you hung out just seemed normal? Or could you feel like a vibe of her pulling away in mm, any way? Maybe last weekend was like a little off, but not... I don't know. You, the first month is always kind of awkward, you know? Mm-hmm. But nothing like specifically happened where I was like, oh my God, you know? Yeah. So what do I do? Do I reach back out to her? Because I guess I'm so jaded in dating now. When I get hurt, I'm just like, no, we're done. Yeah. I don't want to, I, maybe something happened to her. She could have died or something. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could always ask. I'm kind of surprised that you didn't ask at all. Like, or send like a follow-up text. But I would, you know, just be like, did something happen? Or do you just not want to hang out anymore? Like, either is fine, but I just want to know, A, if you're okay, and B, if we should, like, continue this or not. But do I want to continue with this? Either way, like, shouldn't there be some kind of communication? Again, maybe I'm just, like, so burnt out with dating that I'm just over it. 
And it was humi- it's like humiliating, y'all. It was humiliating to be sitting there, but I still want to go to the show. I'm just going to go home, let her ruin my night. Yeah. Uh, text in the 410 said, did she maybe get affected by the storm? Oh, yeah, the storm true. came through. Maybe something really, maybe something bad happened. Mm-hmm. Could be a possibility. Uh, another text. What do you think about this? It's from Sherry. She said, your response to what she should wear is probably why she ghosted you. It was a serious question, and you made a joke of it. Oh, interesting. What do you think about that? Now, it's something that she said because she was like, wait, she's never been, or maybe she doesn't go to a lot of musicals. So she's like, what do you wear? And I said, low-key fancy. Like, you know, I don't know how to describe that. Just low-key fancy. Like, not street clothes, but not, like, super fancy. She goes, what does that mean? And then I send her a meme that mm-hmm. says, maybe I'll be forever in your favor from uh, Hunger Games. Yeah, I mean, that was kind of whack, but I don't think that was why she would have ghosted you. That was you. clearly a joke. No, I know, but, like, obviously, it's like she's asking. And, again, I don't think this is the reason, but if we want to kind of play into that, you were just saying yourself, like, the first month is always awkward. So it's like if she was going to ask you that question, obviously, she's going somewhere that she doesn't feel comfortable and, like, that's not her environment. You go to that kind of stuff all the time. But don't you think you'd say something to somebody before you let them show up to a place by themselves? They'd be yeah, a completely no, different situation. Yeah, I'm a little confused as to why. I mean, even if even if it was an excuse as to if she didn't want to go on the date anymore, at least let you know that she was unable to Just, attend. We're adults, you know? That's the thing. It's like, at this point in my life, I don't know. Hey, thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe to get the show daily. And if you think we've earned it, give us five stars. Hear Kramer and Jess live every morning on Mix 106.5 Baltimore. And check out the Kramer and Jess Uncensored podcast at KramerandJess.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey.